Welcome to The Clarity Call, a podcast which provides encouragement and guidance to parents overwhelmed with the responsibilities of raising a child with special needs or has a medically complex diagnosis. Gain an enlightening perspective that helps dispel feelings of fear, uncertainty, or exhaustion as you venture into a life of peace, joy, and clarity. You're now on The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. Hello, podcast world. How are you? Hey, everybody. We hope you had an awesome week. I'm Alicia. And I'm Kimberly. And we are here on the Clarity Call with you. We are venturing into episode 15 today. Super exciting stuff. We have an interview with life coach Amy Langford. Um, If you haven't been with us yet, we want to give you a little introduction to us. We are sisters. Kimberly's my younger sister by about seven years. Together, we have 16 children, um, six of which have been diagnosed with some medical challenges or complex diagnoses. And we have both had a first marriage and are on our second and final marriage and enjoying life together. Absolutely. So grateful that we get to live near each other now. It's been a fun journey. So we um, we started this journey just because we've been through a lot in life and happy to be able to have done it together for several years. And we just kind of pick each other up. And as we look forward today into coaching, I guess we can kind of say we've been each other's coach for several years. Well, I mean, really... Most, I mean, all of my adult life, I know I'm younger than you, so you were an adult before I was, but. But I remember standing on, um, up at our cabin at Navajo Lake in, in Utah. And I remember we were just about to part ways and we embraced for one second. It was like, this is it. This Here is we our go. year. Yeah. Yeah. And from there, really our life changed, um, slowly, but surely, you know, they're just one little baby step at a time. Sometimes, sometimes we're taking leaps, but otherwise, you know, it's just day in and day out. Like everybody else, we have realities that come and go. And that's why we like to start our podcast with a reality check because every week there's something every day, usually there's something true. Absolutely. (laughs) No. And it's just, you know, we talk about taking these baby steps forward and I just wanted to mention, sometimes we have huge setbacks. Sometimes we get punched in the gut with something big and, you know, that's when it matters to keep going, keep taking those baby steps forward. And as I've been working really hard on the things that I'm learning in life coaching, I had a situation presented to me yesterday where I am had expectations, of course, that the, the way that I'm doing my timesheets and paying my employees through um, the funds that I receive from the state through Medicaid or state funding. Um, you Medicaid moms feel this pain, I'm sure, with those special needs kids that you get um, some some financial support for to pay other people to come in and be part of your village and help you. So I kind of had gotten into a routine of timesheets and, and you know having all of their time and everything accounted for, and now the state is changing how everything is done. And... It was a great opportunity for me to, first of all, feel my feelings. Everyone around me was like, something is wrong with Kimberly. Something is wrong with mom. And 
I would just told them, I'm just feeling my feelings. I'm feeling very uncomfortable right now because I'm going to have to make some big changes to something that was very easy. This was unexpected. So I'm just dealing with the thoughts that are running through my brain right now, but it's going to be fine. There's going to be a solution. Um, but I was very obviously uncomfortable and it was because I had expectations that things were not going to change in that realm of my world. And now I woke up today and I've accepted that things are going to change and I'm going to have to learn this new system and it's all going to be fine because I've done hard things before. I've learned how to get through challenges like this before and I will again. So, right. And change, as we've said several times and we'll continue to say and throw up little quotes here and there that change is our only constant change is the only thing that we can count on and whether it's daily weekly hourly change is going to be there and and change is uncomfortable oh yeah and more than anything I just go back of course because of this um, self-care and um, journey that I've been on personally we, I just remember man it really aches to work a muscle out that hasn't been worked out before yeah and change does create progress in the, in the future. So it's going to be good. We'll figure it out and move on. So absolutely just work through it. Um, okay. So we're going to move into our conversation with life coach, Amy Langford. Welcome to the podcast, Amy. We're so happy to have you on today. Thank you. I'm so pleased and delighted to be here. Yeah. So before we jump into, um, my journey with finding you as a life coach and and our sessions and so forth. Just tell us about you. Yeah, so I am married. I have four kids. Um, two are in college, one in high school and one in eighth grade. And I had studied uh, marriage and family therapy in college and got my degree in that and intended to become a marriage and family therapist when um, I found the life coach school. So instead of enrolling in a master's program, I enrolled in the life coach certification program and became certified and started business and am loving the tools and skills and capacity that has to really bless and help others. And that's exactly what it has done for me it has absolutely blessed my life. And to give you just a little bit of background on Amy and I, I was trying to figure out how long we've known each other. It's been between 10 and 15 years. And I've shared this with Amy on numerous occasions, but she is one of those people in my world that I consider an earth angel because she continues to just show up in my life at the exact right time when I need her guidance and counsel and love and support. And not only is she an absolutely dear friend, but when I found out that she was becoming a life coach, I was ecstatic to get to hire her as my life coach. And so grateful that I did because I have yet again, through her support and, and, um, counsel been able to level up my life. And I mean, really that was when I decided after we started coaching, I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. It is something I want to do. It, you know, she kind of was one of the pivotal people in helping me decide that this was going to be part of our journey. So, so grateful for that. And I thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't do the hard work. She did all the hard work. So, well, she asked me, you want to go along? (laughs) She asked me, you want to go along for the ride? And I'm like, sure. (laughs) Here we are going to be a great journey. I can tell you guys are on to amazing things. Yeah, no, it's been great. So I've just spent some time um, reflecting, you know, last week we talked to my therapist, Brandon Mon, and 
Um, I mentioned how there've been so many pivotal people that always show, seem to show up just at the right time. And, um, you know, I just was so grateful that Amy is another one of those pivotal people in my life. And as I was reflecting on our first session, um, months and months ago versus the sessions we're having now, they are completely different. It was like, I went from being in crisis mode kind of in the beginning of our sessions to her kind of just helping me tweak and clean up thinking that, you know, is, is going to create even better results in my life. So what are your thoughts on our journey, Amy, together? Uh, thank you. Um, it's been an absolute joy and privilege to just stand by and watch your progress. Um, you did come with, um, I feel like you were at a place where you were ready for more and looking for more and had discovered, you know, the life coach school and some of the principles of managing your mind. And you just really um, were ready to up-level your life and to uh, learn how to really take in those principles of learning to feel your feelings and to manage your mind and to see what was really possible for you. And I feel like you were just ready for that. Yeah. I mean, it, and it does kind of take getting to that point where you're so sick of your thoughts. You're so sick of yourself, right? It, it is right. so wonderful to have someone come in that can kind of see your thoughts from the out, from an outsider's perspective and show them to you. And my mm-hmm. biggest realization, I think, in our first couple of sessions was what a victim I was choosing to be to myself and my thoughts. And is that something that you find a lot with uh, clients that you work with and, and the training that you've learned is people like to kind of stay in their own victimhood? Yes, I feel like we can't see the ways that we're sabotaging ourselves and we can't see our own blind spots. And so all of us have either thoughts that are sabotaging us or patterns or beliefs that are limiting or holding us back. And um, we believe them and we don't see how limiting and how restrictive they are. And so when you come to a life coach, then they can sort of just shine the light on that. Like, hey, did you realize? hey, can you see how this thought or not being able to feel these or process these is really just holding you back and keeping you from being, you know, all that you can be. Right. I have a question on that. I was speaking with someone this morning who said, I can't travel anymore. And I thought about that word can't because that's a big one that Kimberly and I talk about. Or, you know, you find yourself saying it and then you go, oh, wait, or your kids say it and you go, wait, what? We don't say can't because you can, <laughs> but where do you find that balance or that boundary between can't and, um, I wouldn't say incapability, but just knowing your limits, you know, knowing that I, not that I can't go there, but maybe I don't want to, or that, that there's a limit or do we just not put limits? I mean, do we just say I can, I can do everything. And does that create some problem? Do you know what I mean? Is that something that when you're, when you're dealing with coaching, is that a mindset? Cause I feel, feel that that's kind of one of the big, big ones out there that people will say, well, I, I can't do that. Or I can't handle that person. Or I can't, like you were saying, I can't do this change. This is big. Or, and of course mm-hmm. she's saying now, of course, in her mind, I can, but gosh, it feels like a challenge. Like how do we just take on that challenge full bore? Or do we go, it's okay. It's a challenge. I don't need to go there. Like, I don't know. Uh, you're asking two separate questions there. So the first one is the can't. And I think 
if it's something that you would like to do and you hope or dream, but you maybe yet don't see the how, a lot of times we like to know the how before we take a step. And we get to ask ourselves maybe a little different question like, is that really true? Or how could I think differently? Or is there another possibility? Sometimes we only deal in absolutes, like black and white, yes or no. And there's so much middle ground in between the can't and can, or what would be the progress from going from, well, I don't know how yet, but I'm willing to learn to see, to do, to believe, and opening that door. So a lot of times, the minute we say, I can't, or I don't know how, it does shut the door. And basically, you are telling your brain, like, this isn't possible. And so you stop looking for ways, options, pathways, possibilities, and it does shut down the possibility. It becomes the um, the belief that you prove true. Okay. Then the other question is whether or not you want to. That's a whole different question. If this is something you want to do, then you're willing to open that door and willing to, to believe there's a possibility or a way or that you have the power to create that. And so wanting to will usually help, you know, lead you through that and through the possibility. And if you don't want to, then it's totally fine to have that door be shut. And that's a choice you get to make. I think the key there that you said, and that I realized in our very first sessions was telling myself the truth. You know, like, I know that you would hear me say things. And I often you often would say, well, is is that true? You know, because you really have to when you get out of your own way and you clean up your thinking, you're able to really kind of see, at least for me, it is how it happened is what is true for me and, mm-hmm. you know, what is, what do I want to be true for me? You know, cause we have mm-hmm. such limiting beliefs that, you know, like we talk about all the time, the brain just wants to do what's easiest. That's what it's going to offer you first. And I can't shuts the door and gives your brain a break, you know? So when we right. say I can, and we tell ourselves the truth, it's, it's a lot more work and that's how we evolve and grow. I mean, that's been my experience anyway. I loved when we were, um, Amy has always given me these amazing recaps of our coaching sessions. And in one of them, she shared with me that she loves how coaching is a revelatory process. And it really has, like, I just got the chills saying that because I have had so many experiences with Amy that have been higher than just, me thinking my thoughts. It has been inviting God and the universe into my world and allowing for me to have things revealed to me through this process that would be important for me and for my future that will not only help me grow, but will help me make the change that I'm looking to make and be that difference in the world. And that has been so wonderful for me to have you helped me in that process of revelation for myself that really has been so awesome to look back and watch I think um, we often sell ourselves short and we often believe the brain does want to be comfortable it wants the easiest way it doesn't it looks as discomfort as danger or threatening and so we we do often believe um, I sort of like these sabotaging thoughts that tell us you shouldn't, or you can't, or you won't, or this is dangerous, or this person is harmful. And um, when you step into the truth of what you really are and the way things really are, it does open up 
the possibilities to believe and dream and become and create. And what has been beautiful for me to be a witness of for you is to watch you go from being at the mercy of other people and circumstances to the creator of your life and your work and your purpose and to watch the beauty and the power and really all of even the value and blessings that you bring to your family and those who know you, but as you expand and really offer your work out to other families and others who are in need and struggling. And I think what a beautiful process that is. It has been amazing. (laughs) I didn't, I mean, I honestly, I didn't know what was possible. I was like, I have said previously, I was listening to all the self-help stuff, listening to Brooke Castillo on the life coach school podcast, listening to Jody Moore on the better than happy podcast. Like I felt like, and I was reading all the good literature I could get my hands on just trying to do it all myself. And Mm -hmm. really until I found you and and was able to have you show me my thoughts and show me those ways, that was when my life changed. That really was the big change. I talked about last week how in therapy, Brandon was able to help me access subconscious thoughts that were uh, continuing to create problems in my life because I hadn't felt the emotions of them. I hadn't learned how to feel my feelings. So he kind of helped me learn how to feel my feelings. And then Coaching has given me the daily tools to work through my thoughts that I have throughout the day that either serve me or sabotage me. And, you know, it really has been one way or the other. The other thing that I have found with coaching is that you ask phenomenal questions that get my brain thinking thoughts. They wouldn't think on their, that that wouldn't come to me on my own. The questions are so powerful. And that's been one of my favorite things is I'm, I make a list of the questions that you ask me because that has really been such a huge power and blessing in my life. It's been probably where the most change has occurred for me. I love it when we can really get curious and compassionate. And I believe that's the power of questions. Um, I think where we struggle a lot of times is we ask ourselves a question that's really just like a weapon or a subtle um, attack on ourselves. Like the difference between, am I a good mom? Which you never really want to answer because it's really just bringing up all the ways you feel less than and, and inferior and small versus the question, how am I a good mom? And how am I showing up for my children? Or how am I giving all that I have and am? And, the subtle difference in that question, one really brings up the wisdom that you actually have and even the truth of where you're at versus, um, you know, judgment and, and really making yourself feel inferior and less than. And really, when you're in that space, you really don't take positive actions or grow from that negative space. So taking that same desire to improve yourself. Cause I think we ask that question, like, am I a good mom with the desire to improve ourselves, but it, it doesn't get us there. Right. It just brings up the negative. And so then switching it even to a simple, how, how am I going to show up as a mom today? How am I a good mom? How am I loving my children? How am I showing up for my family? Really brings those answers that you already have. You just get to access them. Right. And so empowering versus disempowering questions. 
Well, and listening to, to you guys talk about this journey, it, it makes me think about the one thing that I've gone back to every time is boils down to desire. Even people that are listening today, it's because they had a desire to for change or for betterment or just to hear, connect with other people. It all comes down to that desire and what it is we want to achieve, you know, um, desire to help other people, a desire to make changes for yourself. And if one thing isn't working to have a desire to do something different, you know? And so I like that, you know, and it just, one thing builds on another and that journey just continues to grow. Whereas you see people, um, and, and I was this person, I think for a while too, I think all of us go through phases like this where living as, I, I liked how you said, at the mercy of others, mm-hmm. <laughs> slash victim, right? right. <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> yes. I'm like, oh, that's interesting way. Because, you know, I think I ha- did spend so much of my my good motherhood years of just thinking, I'm just at the mercy of my family. And I kind of want, I chose to be, I guess, you know, like, this is what I'm doing. It's just what I'm supposed to be doing. And, but then all taken out of context and, and hard things happen and life carries on. And then you do become the victim. And that's where that downward spiral really starts to, you know, creep in and then you lose your identity and then you're in this rabbit hole that you just can't get out of and, and then, you know, whatever, but then it takes that desire to want to get out of it. And what am I going to do to get out and how am I going to show up? And, and, and then beautiful things come and they continue to come. Like Kimberly saying, it goes from, you know, what she learned with Brandon and what she learns with you. And then she, you have to remember, I've been listening to this for all these years. She'd leave Brandon, leave counseling or therapy and then. She'd call me or she'd leave with you and, oh, these are the notes. I can't wait to send them to you, you know, and oh, here they are and read through them and see what you think. And it's so exciting to, you want to share with other people the journey that you venture on. Yeah. Well, when you learn that there's so much relief in not being a victim to your thoughts anymore, you want everybody to, to know it. You want everybody to have that ability and those um, tools available to them. And that was one of the things that Amy and I visited about was, you know, I just you almost want to force feed it. Like, okay, if you'll just listen, if you just want to, you know, really hear this, it's going to change your life. It's going to make things so much better and easier. And, you know, she gave me the this beautiful analogy about, you know, being a piano teacher. She can offer the lessons and, you know, be the best teacher that she can be. But at the end of the day, here we are back at desire where the the student has to want to make beautiful music. The student has to want to um, cultivate that goodness in their life. And that is what I have found is that I just want to be an instrument in helping specifically special needs parents overcome the victimhood of, of their circumstances and realize how much beauty there is in their lives and in each day if, if they can get there. So. Yes. I remember when one of our sessions, when you came to me and you were so afraid that if you took the time to improve yourself and to um, study and to grow and to learn any time of, you know, spent in that wouldn't somehow harm them, that your self care and your progress and, your growth would be damaging for them. And just helping to shine the light on that, that's one of those limiting beliefs that will really hold you back because as a parent, any parent, whether special needs or not, you would never want to do anything to harm your children or your family. Right. And how amazing it was to shine the light of truth on that and see that the opposite was actually very true. And that by growing and developing yourself, you not only help your children and your family and yourself and 
you know, the marriage, but also be able to extend that out to so many others. And what an amazing blessing that is. Yeah, it absolutely has been. Um, The other thing that I made a note about that I wanted to share that I have learned through Amy, I, once I got this fire lit under me that I felt so passionately about helping other special needs moms overcome their, their exhaustion and overwhelm and anxiety and worry. I mean, letting go of worry, that was the biggest one for me, but um, I just wanted to take massive action and I wanted things to happen right now and as fast as possible. And and that, that's where some of that struggle came in with feeling like I was taking from my kids and, you know, working through that thought work as well. It's all been wonderful. Um, but one of the things that Amy shared with me after one of our sessions, she said, I was uh, thinking after we hung up that massive means repeated and continuous action, like making time every day or every week over and over and realizing that the journey takes time. Massive means continual. Where most people give up after the first try or obstacle or challenge. Massive means massive keeps trying and learning and working. And that is so beautiful to me. It's something that I keep in my notes and read anytime I have discouraging thoughts come in or those doubtful thoughts that our brains like to offer us of this is too hard, it's taking too long, you know, all of those things, all the negative thoughts that want to creep in. It helps me to come back to knowing that as long as I keep trying, as long as I'm doing my part and being my best me and doing my work, that I am taking massive action in being the good and being the best mom I can be and putting good into the world and trying to show up in support for other people that I can have that level of empathy and compassion for that have, you know, walked in similar uh, shoes that I have. And I just am so grateful that you have helped me on this journey and I can't speak highly enough of that coaching is where it's at. Coaching is where life happens and changes and where you grow for sure. I have a hundred percent belief in that now. I think it's also been amazing to watch. Um, when you first came, the future was sort of your enemy. Oh yeah. <laughs> like there was so much stress about in the future, not only now, but also the future. And how through talking, we've really made that future self and your future goals, your friend, Mm -hmm. where you can turn to her for advice. And um, I remember when we took a minute to step into that future where you had fully um, realized those dreams and those goals and you were feeling that future, you know, and how she said, slow down, take a breath, it will all work out just this beautiful wisdom that you were able to access from your own self about your own dreams and how that future has become, you know, your friend instead of a reason for stress and worry and overwhelm and uncertainty. Um, And that is also a beautiful thing. I think that's a lot of what coaching focuses on is where you're at right now, but also where you'd like to go and how to create that reality every day in little ways. Yeah. No, I, absolutely, like I said, has been uh, one of the greatest blessings in my life is finding coaching and finding you. You know, I feel like you're the perfect coach for me and I hope everybody is able to find their perfect coach. If someone um, decides that they would like to work with you, Amy, how can they find you? They can send me an email at amy at langfordlifecoaching.com. They can find me on Facebook at Langford Life Coaching, or they can just find me 
Amy Young Langford on Facebook um, and send me a message and I would be happy to do a free consult to find out where they would like to go and what dreams they'd like to fulfill and what obstacles might be standing in their way and to really just shine that light of truth into their lives. Awesome. Yeah, I would encourage you if you feel like Amy would be a good fit for you to reach out to her. And I will post all of that information in the show notes so that you can access it um, to reach out to her. And then I just wanted to plug a little reminder that I am also a certified life coach and am offering free consultations to figure out if we would be a good fit. I think that that's one of the biggest things is, you know, finding the life coach that you feel like is going to be the best fit for you. And, um, all of our information, uh, to contact me is in our outro and Amy, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so grateful that you took the time to share your thoughts and wisdom on life coaching with us and, and parts of my journey. So grateful for you been an absolute pleasure and I'm so excited for the work you're doing oh and amazing yep it's good stuff good stuff people so we will just remind you of our mantra which is the happiness of your life depends on the quality of your thoughts and then so think happy thoughts people think happy thoughts (laughs) remember you choose your thoughts there's always something happy and then uh and and once again if you have questions or comments or you want to hear something specific go ahead and leave it in the comments or write a rating and review for us so that the word can get out there a little bit more um we're going to end as always with our would you rather oh yeah Little these laughter. Are, these in are life. the fun times. We had to kind of calm down this morning before we started <laughs> because we get reviewing some and then it gets a little rowdy. And start laughing before we even get to this point. But being as we've gone into full swing and schooling now and we still have little kids and things we've done and projects around the house. Kimberly's got a three year old that I'm sure has seen a lot of um, maybe paint and glitter. We've decided that would you rather clean up paint mm-hmm. or clean up glitter? Yeah. People, both are very (laughs) difficult. If you choose glitter, just understand that you will be cleaning up for years. You'll find sparkles in your house. But paint's not any easier. So which do you rather? Oh, gosh. Amy, let's ask you, which would you rather? Clean up paint or glitter? That goes everywhere. (laughs) I think I'd rather... Ooh, paint maybe because I think you never actually truly clean up glitter. I think you just spread it. <laughs> oh, that's so true. <laughs> like, so do you want to just yeah. sparkle glitter? Keep spreading the sparkles uh-huh. or clean up the paint? I know you should see us right now. We're all like doing that, sparkles. throwing our fingers in the air, like we're spreading glitter, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe for that reason, I'll choose glitter now just so that I can um, always have that thought of joy of the sprinkling and sparkle of glitter in my life sparkle i like i think i'm doing sparkle and here's why when you see that one shimmer on someone's face you know usually on the crevice in their nose and you're like "Ooh, she's been with glitter today (laughs) it always leaves for conversation i'm gonna pick some glitter too so fun fun anyway thank you for joining us thank you for being on this journey with us and we hope that life is happy for you absolutely have a great week everyone we'll see you next week You've been listening to The Clarity Call with Alicia and Kimberly. 
Find additional episodes of the program on any popular podcast app or search Apple iTunes. You may also subscribe to The Clarity Call to catch every episode. If you've enjoyed the content of this podcast, we invite you to share it and please leave a rating and review of our program. If you'd like to connect with Alicia and Kimberly on social media, you can find them on Instagram as The Clarity Call or on Facebook under Clarity Call. They can also be reached by email at theclaritycall at gmail.com. Thank you for listening and supporting our program.